Straw Hut Media. Ugh, my allergies are jacked today. Yeah. What are we Hello. Hi, Caroline. It's Brandy Glanville. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm good. Is it Caroline or Carolyn? It's Caroline. Thank uh, you for asking. <laughs> I mean, you just never know these days. I'm like, wait, I have to make sure. Trust I say it me, right. I know. Every, it's like I'm always like, I know. Forget it. But thank you for asking. It's Caroline. No, I like How Caroline. You, I'm okay. I'm, I'm having really bad allergies today, but. Other than that, you know, I'm surviving just like everyone else. It's just um, I know, me too. a really fucked yeah. up time, you know? It's just, it's just, it really is. Yeah. I, I'm just getting older it's by the second. Scary. Yeah, no, it's very scary. <laughs> and I'm like, like getting <laughs> older by the too. second in my house and not being able to socialize. It's like, oh. <laughs> Trust me, I feel like a fucking lunatic. I'm trapped in a house with two kids, eight and 10, and a husband. Well, so, I mean, yeah. at least I know that you're a boy mom. I saw that. At least you have your, I mean, some people are like, I want to murder my husband. And then other people are like, oh my God, you know, I'm so happy we're so much closer. And I mean, I have no man in my house. I have two little boys. You don't, you need, we need to find you a man. You're too gorgeous and too fabulous, honestly. What oh, you're fuck? so sweet. I'm going to be lucky. Oh, I just, they're such a nightmare. <laughs> honestly, we talk about this all the time with the girls. We're like, I do, I could, honestly, it would be scary to hit the scene again. Like, oh, I was, yeah. as, you know, single in LA with Katie. I mean, Katie and I, you know, we had our good times. We had fun. But like, at some point it was like, you know, the people you meet, it was just such bullshit. Everybody was so fucking full of shit in this industry. Well, they like, are. The and, that's wise, it. and it's like, are. and then after 30, I'm not going to be up in the club. I mean, that's not my jam. So it's like, where do oh, I go? No. You know, it's right. not the easiest right. thing to go. And oh, fucking, uh, yeah, let's just start this before it's Ryan. Fucking He's brutal. giving me a hard time. From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville on the film. Hey guys, welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfilter. I'm sitting here with my friend Caroline. With your Instagram is Shop with Caroline, and <laughs> I was looking at it earlier. Now we, you and I are discussing this quarantine life. Like, people really aren't shopping right now. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. Right. You know what's funny, Brandy? Uh, this is something that's interesting, and I I get this question a lot. I do think the situation presently, you know, with with you know discussing Black Lives Matters and all of that, I do think, especially right now, there's a major pause, obviously, for what you know what the fuck's important. You know, with the with the actual virus and stuff, I think people were shocked that they were like, "Oh, you're going to be posting, you're going to be doing things." I'm like, people were actually shopping because I think they were trapped at home and so fucking bored. And shopping is like an addiction, and I do think people it just like makes people happy to like get something new. And but I have it, to tell you, people were kind of shopping. Really? Because I feel like shopping is more of an experience for me. I like to go out into the world, spend the day with my girlfriends, have lunch, and like go shopping. So it's not just like me looking online for something I need to buy right. that I'll never wear because I have 85 things in my closet with tags on it because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, but I do think that there's something – I was looking at your Instagram. There's something to be said for – getting ready every day, like get up, get up, make your bed, get yourself together. And when you look good, you feel good. You feel like you're motivated yes. to do something. I, and I really am like, you know, I can like, you know, I know we all joke around and like, you know, it's hard sometimes when you're a mom and you're going through shit and you're just kind of like a hot mess. Like when I had the kids, I'll be honest with you, I did find it overwhelming. I was 38 and 40 when I had my kids. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck just happened? You know yeah, what I mean? Like, it's not it was, about you anymore. It's like all of a sudden it's you're not lucky. about me. Nope. 
And right. you're lucky to put you on mascara. Like, you're walking by the mirror. You're like, who is that bitch? Like, that's not me. Right. And you're like, why am I so fat? Like, what is happening? I'm like sweating all the time. I was like, I don't sleep. I have anxiety. It was like kind of overwhelming. And then I just realized, like, I just got my shit together one day. And I was like, I kind of forgot who I was before marriage, before kids. Like, I was like, I was fucking fun. Yeah. I, know, <laughs> I got dressed. I love going out. You know what I mean? Like, I was. Like, I would come, you know, we would travel, hang out with the girls. we go shopping. we go work out every day. Like, the truth is I was like a really happy kind of outgoing fun. Like I loved to have a good time. And then all of a sudden I'm like sitting on a couch, fucking sweating, so (laughs) overweight. And it's not to say I don't love my kids. You know, I love the boys. Of course. I mean, of course. You know, I know you know that. I know you know that, but it's like that feeling of, I was like, I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I don't look like myself. I don't feel like myself. The anxiety about worrying about them. Like no one warns you how much you fucking worry about these babies. Like it's terrifying. No. And I think also there's like, Sorry, there's also like this thing with society. Everyone's like, oh, you're a mom now. So you shouldn't be going out. You shouldn't be wearing that short skirt. You shouldn't be, you know, putting on makeup. And it's like, fuck you. I'm a mom. I'm still a lady. I'm still a woman. I'm still want to look pretty. I want to feel good about myself. And for me, I'm a single mom. Guess what? I want to have sex. So when people get mad at me for saying something or posting something, I'm sorry, I crush it in a bikini. So if I want to put a bikini on and show my 47 year old ass in a bikini and I get hated saying, you're a mom, I can't believe you're doing that. No, I'm a woman first. Yeah, but like, Brandy, like, this is what I said yesterday. I was like doing one of my fucking coffee talks. And I'm like, when did it become normal to be a fucking hot mess? Like, when was that the normal? Like, why is it like when you're a mess and you're disheveled and like tired and exhausted and bitchy and cranky and, you know, just anxious? Like, when did that become the normal? When like, all I can remember the normal is, is like, you should be up. You should be happy. You should be dressed. You should look your best. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you? And like, you should be out happy and having a good time. Like, I don't know why being a mom makes you like you're supposed to be disheveled does that make you a better mom that means you're more stressed and like working harder like to me i'm like i look great i go to pick up everyone's like what are you sex in the city i'm like yeah 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 guess what because in 15 years i'm still when i'm 100 i'm still gonna be wearing cut off shorts and they're my ass gonna be hanging out and people are like oh my god you're too old to be wearing that i'm like since when is there an age that goes with a dress code i I, that drives me nuts it's like i can do whatever i want Right. There's no age to like look good. There's no age to change your mind. There's no age to start working out. There's no age to like have success. There is no fucking time limit or age limit to anything. So I don't know what the hell people are talking about. My mom, who's here visiting that you would love. She does the tarot card. She's a lunatic. Everyone lines up. <laughs> people don't do tarot cards. They scare me. I don't want to know if I'm going to die. I just <laughs> want it to be a surprise. Trust me, you don't want to know. It no, I get scary. scared. And she's like, literally in red lipstick at 8 30 in the morning fully dressed like that bitch does not go anywhere without head to toe makeup dress and she's 80 fucking three i and love she that. Looks so amazing. That, that that's like those are the people that i want to emulate like i love like my mother-in-law she's cuban and she is always put together i've never seen her without makeup on i've never seen her without her hair done and i'm like i exactly. wish i mean i don't i'm not good at my hair. mom's cuban yeah we're, no we're cuban exactly too. so we're cuban in Venezuela. you know that right yeah, you know so it's it's like, culture, yeah you have to i want like that's what i want to be and my grandma right now is 93 and she's always together but like those are the women are gonna live the Love longest because they feel good about themselves and there's my exactly. grandma's like fuck off to everyone she is a gangster bitch and i say that right to her face and she loves it yeah And she takes no shit from anyone. And I think where like our like society for women kind of fell apart, I blame Lululemon. 
because oh I, my God. like let's get yes. $200 yoga pants and then we're going to wear them all day and forget about getting ready because I do it all the time. I'm not going to lie, but it's like, I know, okay. I can do it too. So like the workout outfit, you're always like in you to go to workout. I can't be sweaty and smelling from my workout like the entire day to go. In. Like I, I honestly can't. It puts me, I don't feel like I'm not in a good mood when I'm all day in my sweat. In my I, I don't work out. For I just reason. put on the workout clothes. I'm not, that's okay, love like you. most I people. Love you. But that's the problem because they're comfortable and then you feel like it's okay because all the other moms at soccer have the same outfit on. And then I'm like, you know what? I really miss my high heels. I miss putting on a short skirt. I miss being myself because I feel like I have to dress down to fit in. And then exactly. finally one day I was like, I'm not wearing a bra today because my tits are fake and I'm they're not going anywhere. So then it was like, mine oh, too, mine look good. yeah. I'm my like people are like, oh, oh she's she, what? She she's a mom. Blah blah. I'm like, listen. I think we have to take the power back as moms, as women. Right. We have to celebrate ourselves as a woman first. Yes, we're going to be wives and mothers, and that is so important. Nothing's more important than your children. But if you don't feel good and look good, then you're not going to be the best mom you can be. I disagree. And I, it's like, honestly, even my husband, like John is like super easygoing. He's from Michigan. He's like the nicest guy, just super chill. And I have to say, when he looks over and he's like, hey, you look good. I'm like, you know, we've been married 14 years. We've been together 16. And literally, he still will say like, damn, you look good. Or like, you're hot. Oh, that's so sweet. I don't let my, it's amazing. Like, we still are actually very attracted to each other. Like, I still can't wait to see him. And that's the truth. I think it's, you know, it's based on that similar respect that like, you have to keep yourself up. You have to keep your relationship fresh. You have to keep each other interested. Like, you can't let yourself go. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to see him a fucking hot mess in his sweats all day. I mean, he works from home. But guys have it easy. They just wake up and take a shower and put some jar and jar in there. And it's like, oh, it's great. But the other day, it's funny because I was doing quarantine life. No makeup, like a mask every day, like oil in my hair. And the other day, I was like, all right, I'm just going to get myself together and practice makeup. I was watching YouTube. And my son, my 13-year-old, came downstairs and he literally did a double take. He's like, wow, mom, you you look really pretty. And I was like, oh, I must have really just gave up on myself for the past two months. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it was Wait, depressing. Was it like, Wait, Brandy, what's it like to have a 13-year-old? Do they just love their moms? Like, they're, I have a 10 yeah. and an 8-year-old. They, are they amazing? And they're the best. The Honestly, oldest? like, my, I have the sweetest kids in the world. I, They're also assholes, don't get me wrong, but they, they're, right. like, but they're, they're mama's kids. boys. There's also daddy's boys in a way. Like, they, you know, we live in separate houses, so they, right. but they're right. sweet. They're respectful. If they're not, they're getting in trouble. Like, my kids, they know they know like how to be proper individuals and that that's on like right i say that at least eddie and i if we couldn't make our marriage work at least we're raising amazing yeah. kids and they amazing. like mason comes upstairs he's seven he just turned 17 and he gives me hugs like five times a day and he, he like does? yes oh and he's so God, sweet and he gives me compliments and then he tells me i'm crazy sometimes and i'm like yeah i am like but wouldn't we be boring if i wasn't yeah, that's why you love me yeah exactly <laughs> they really do they're like you're nuts i'm like well deal with it oh my it. god i love that because i'm so close to my boys too and they're just like they're just mama's boys and i'm just like i feel so lucky to have boys who are just so respectful and kind like we need to raise good men right now we just we do. have to that's that's all we i care to. about because i there's so me many too. out there that are just not right and i'm like where was your mom when you were growing up i you know? always think that i'm like what the fuck were your parents doing i know like, right what happened to you I think yes. there was a while where a lot of people were just, you know, getting through their days. I listen, I when I'm, I wish I could go back to when my kids were younger, where it wasn't just a struggle to get everyone to their things on time. And I wish I could appreciate them 
and their little personalities more because, you know, when they were first yeah. born, I didn't know what I was doing and I was overwhelmed and I just wanted to get through my days. And now that they're older, I look back and I wish that I had just appreciated – I wish I knew them. I could go back in time and know their personalities. And I mean, right. obviously, oh my God, that is can't. such good advice. Thank you for sharing that because if you know, you do. I I'm at that point where they're old enough to be somewhat independent, and you start to kind of get your life back. And it's like you know, especially with you know, starting to do your own business and trying to like create something for yourself. Because I went through this whole thing where, you know, my dad was a cheater. That's just the bottom line. You know, yeah. we all know it. That's just the truth. He was the head. You know, he's president of Univision. You know, he lived the American dream. Came here from Cuba. You know, was able to you know form great success. But you know what, with that came, you know, a lot of women yep. and a yep. lot of shit. And it was brutal. And like my growing up, you know, like I literally just watched my mom cry all the fucking oh. time or pack his bags or whatever it was. And they're still married. Don't kid yourself. I mean, he's in a home. No, my of course. Like, I, mean, know, I mean, this, you, I mean, like, know, so you can choose to either deal with it or like I mean, my parents right. are still together, too. I'm sure like they fought half of my life. I don't know exactly what happened. I'd rather not know. But, exactly. you know, they, they made it and through and, and they're partners. And they made it through. And they're partners and they, you know, and I just said to her now, like we talked about it a lot. And I was like, I, the biggest thing that I took away from their relationship, especially once he got Alzheimer's and he's not making money anymore. And he's, you know, he's like in a home and can't do anything. And she's alone for the first time in over 50 fucking years. Wow. And I realized she doesn't know how to do anything. She doesn't know how to (laughs) handle anything. She doesn't know how to make money. She doesn't know, like... Well, they had their roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had their roles. It's like, I feel like. And I realized I just don't want to be like that. I just realized I was like, I can't live like that. Like, it terrified me that I was like, no friends, nowhere to go, nothing to do. And you have no idea how to handle it. I was like, I just don't want to do that. I need to get my fucking shit together. I need to make my own money. I need to be independent. I need to bring something to the table. Like, I want something like my kids are going to grow up and they're going to move out. And I need to, like, be ready for that and be prepared. So, like, I'm not alone. No, like, I think, that, I think it's really important. When I was married, I made sure that I would go out with my friends at least once a month. We'd have a girls night because, you know, yeah. when you first meet a guy, you generally give all of your attention to the guy. You ignore your friends. Yeah. And then you're just, like, stuck with this guy and your friends are all, like, pissed because you ignored them. And I think it's really important as, you know, guys have guys nights all the time. Girls we have to have them too. We have to be individuals before we can be like a good couple. And I think that there were years of my life where I was like putting the kids and Eddie first and myself last and not having these relationships that were so important to make me feel whole again. And, you know, down the road, my soulmates, my my best girlfriend, I'm like, I'm moving to San Diego. We're going to be hitting the clubs together (laughs) at 80. No, but we all, we have this little, like we have a group of about seven or eight girlfriends. It used to be more. We had to cut some bitches, but um, no, you know, I cut some bitches recently too. You I have got to. to. I, I'm as like, life, I'm done with negative shit. Yep. As life gets, as we I'm get done. older, I'm like, my circle is getting smaller, but it's also more positive. And I don't want to be around people that misery loves company. Like you only want to be around me when I'm sad or you want to bring me down because you're down. I'm, I'm done with that. I want positivity and I want to bring each other up. Oh my God, Brandy, we have to hang out because like I, when I say I'm on the same fucking journey, like I literally was like, I am so done with you people don't realize how much it affects you to have negative people around you who just needle you who are just passive aggressive who are just like depressed all the time or who are always like talking shit all the time like it does affect you it does you fucking cut all that shit out and you have a a group of women who you can like literally who support you and like like motivate you and we'll be honest with you right exactly you bring each other up right like you support one another 
Yeah. yeah. And you just like, it just changes your whole fucking perspective. It just does. Yeah. There are some people who are like, they, you know, they just love drama and they're like, well, this person said this. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just done with you. I'm not, I'm not going to wish ill, you know, and any ill will for you, but I'm not going to put energy and time, take my time to talk to you on the phone when you're just trying to create drama because that's your new drug because you're not drinking and doing drugs anymore. So drama is your new drug. I'm out. Right. Like I can't. Right. Um, I so, can't. I'm no. not, like I'm with you. I'm just about like, I think as you get older too, Yeah. because we're the same age, you know, when you're older, like I do, it's funny how everything changes. Like you're like, I just want less. I want to be happy. I want to feel good. I want to have energy. Like I want to be around positive people. Like it sounds so like itchy and like stupid, but that's just the truth. I'm like, it's just the truth. I want a small circle that makes me happy. I want to travel. I want to feel good. I just want to like be a good person. That's it. Yeah. I don't really care about the psychotic mansion. Yeah, it'd be nice. No, you know? not, but like, but I mean, not, like, it's not the whole keeping up in the Joneses thing. I did that when I was married. I didn't personally right. partake, but it was like I when we moved to Calabasas, it was all like, I have this purse. I'm redoing this part of my house. I've got this car. And I'm like, yes. I would do the opposite just because I didn't want to be involved in it. I'm like, well, good for you. Right. I'm like, I'm going to turn it. was it hard, Bandy? <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course. I loved you on Housewives. Oh, I was, I'm a huge fan. I thought you were amazing. I thought you were gorgeous and real and raw. And like, I just think a lot of the real is like amazing. Thank was you. it hard in that sense, like keeping up with the Joneses like that? Was that part of like that whole Beverly Hills bullshit? Um, you know, to be honest, I I never really I just didn't partake. Like I my life is my life. If we were all exactly yeah. the same, how fucking boring yeah. would that be? Like I love the fact right. that Erica's like this glamazon right now, but you know, we don't need everyone to copy that. We have that. So I right. personally I feel like we need different people to make it interesting because otherwise it's just a middle aged fashion show. And I don't think anyone wants 100%. to watch that. I mean, no, I, I like real. I yeah. like when the real shit happens. You're like, no one. You're like, I, I don't hear about the huge, you know, psychotic dinner parties. Like, I want to, I want to hear about the real shit that's going down with moms or with friends or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the real stuff. And I'm not spending money to throw parties because everyone thinks they, they, they like pay for them. No, they don't. You pay for them, and you pay for if you want glam, you pay for that. So I will sit on the floor and do my makeup, and I will go to your house for dinner, <laughs> and that's what's gonna happen. I'm not like I'm here say I'm a single mom. I'm saving my dollars. That's what's happening. Right. And if they want to, you know, great. If you want to go on Erica's plane, I'm down to go on the plane. I'm just saying we don't all have to be this. Yes, I did have the ten thousand square foot house, and I did have everything at one point. I had it, and it was taken away. I lost it, but I feel like I'm a better person because yes. I know what the both lives are like. And you know what? Money really doesn't mean more money where problems. I mean, I have so many friends that are so rich and they're so miserable. And I'm like, so miserable. And you know what's funny, Brady? I'm like, I was engaged in my 20s to this, like, you know, very, very wealthy guy, so, you know, Wall Street guy. And I can honestly tell you, you know, I wish him so well. But like, it, you know, it's just, I was very unhappy living in that. It's so funny. Everyone's like, you think I was like living the dream with the planes. Because <laughs> it looks like the it. Hampton's house. It looks like it. And I have to tell you, I have never been so unhappy. And the truth is, like my parents were wealthy. You know, we were well off growing up. I married the most normal guy from Michigan. Normal job. Like I, I'm, I shop at Target. Yeah, yes, I have my nice things. I've always had my nice clothes. Like I, you know, it's not yeah, like no, I'm of course. desperate. But I'm you, not trying to, you know what I mean? But you know what both but sides like, of the coin are. It's like, I feel like 100%, when you think money is just it. everything, it's not everything. If you don't have love it's in your life. Everything. I know so many people that are rich and they're lonely and they feel like they have to buy their friends. And it's almost like, I feel sorry for them. Yeah, would I like a little I bit know, of their money? Too. Sure. <laughs> they could buy me a, like, like a little I'm house not- in the valley. I'll, I'll take it. But... <laughs> And 
love it if I was with John. Like if I, I would love it to have that money. It's like, if it's going to mean I'm with my husband and my kids and I'm happy, but like, I don't want it if I have to trade that right, exactly. to go, you know, cause you do realize money does not suck it. You know, guy, like, if anyone's listening and confused, it does not buy you happiness or peace of mind. It just doesn't. Nope. I actually think when I was dating this billionaire guy, the same, the plane, everything, it made me more yeah. insecure because there was always these women around and always like, yes. they, and it was just like, I'm not an insecure person. And for me to wonder, like, what do you do? You know, I don't know. It was honestly not fun. I mean, we're still best friends and I love him to death, but he cheated on me like oh, every amazing. other day. <laughs> so that was well, good. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't live with it. That was something. I'm with you. Not knowing, like, there's always women around. There's always women kissing their ass. There is always flirtation going on. And I, it's true. I always felt like, one foot out there. like there was something that didn't feel right that didn't sit right and you're always like wondering what they're doing what crazy bitch is going to come up and offer them god knows what to do god knows what, you know what i mean yeah you're no, like, it's it, not it was very an uncomfortable lifestyle for me i don't know why i mean i did I like, like i did thing. like the, the plane there's like wheels up at 11 i'm like oh great i thought was i'm like i think Are i might have no i said i think i might have been in love with your plane and not you but no i still love him he's a great friend of mine he's just that you know he's that that playboy guy and yeah. I just, I don't want, like, I always go for, like, the bad boy type or the playboy guy. Like, I go for the hottest guy in the room, and I always get my heart broken. So I decided to date the nerd. And guess what? Yeah. I found out he was a sociopath. <laughs> no. It didn't no. work. Nothing's, no. nothing's really worked thus far. But, I mean, it could have something to do with the fact that, you know, for so long, I didn't bring my kids around anyone I dated. But, I mean, now right. they're old right. enough to get that mom's, you know, she's going to go on dates and this. But when they were younger... I didn't want to bring people around that would not maybe stay around. So I was like I, I living totally this double life where it was like, I'm here for one week and then I'm, you're never going to see me for the next week. So it was. What do your kids say now? What do your boys say now? Brandon? Do they want you to meet somebody? Are they cool about it? Do they tell you it's cute? Like you're going out a date? Oh, like, yeah. Do you have to have a conversation with them? He's no, like, cool oh my gosh. And even the other night, well, we, I was going out for a housewives thing and I was having a little panic attack because I knew it was going to be. Um, an argument like I was in the middle of something and Mason looked at me and he showed he's like mom you're a badass bitch don't forget that and I was like first of all <laughs> you're in trouble for saying that but second of all I love you I give me a hug and Fuck yeah I love him no that they're so, so good cute. and then he, I had the coconut oil in my hair the other day and I did not have makeup on I did not look cute and he's like you know you could even get like hot guys if you were bald and I'm like I love you. Oh my God. I love that. No, they like get my it. Boy. Oh my God. I hope my boys. That's amazing. No, they, we talk about. What are about... you looking for now? What are you, what are you looking for now? Would you, um, like, are you, what do you think? Like, I don't, I don't really have a type. Like, I've realized that like the type that I want, like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a type anymore. I just want somebody that is going to treat me right and going to let me yeah. be me and not try to change me. I don't want anyone that's going to come in and be like, oh, I like the softer side of you, but I can't deal with the side of you that's crazy on TV. All right, then I'm not for you because- Then you're I, not, yeah, that's yeah. just you, that's you. I have both sides to me, like it's just there. And, you know, I don't, it's just, it's a hard sell. I have two teenagers, I'm of a certain age, i crazy on TV. I just want, no, I, like, I, I want a normal I guy. You're gonna, you're gonna meet somebody, I just know. It's like one of those feelings of like, you're getting into that place in your life where you're just like, you're feeling it, you're getting it. And you're kind of like, I just want something that's safe, that's easy, that's happy, that makes me feel good. And I feel like that's when the fucking good shit starts to come in. Well, you're kind of like, I don't even care who it is. I just want them to be fucking nice. Yeah, well, right now I'm on my couch, go from my bed to my couch, to my kitchen, to my couch, because we can't really go out and do anything, which is annoying. But no, hopefully. are you going at all? How are you dealing with COVID? Are you, are you going, like, I feel like now we have friends who are definitely hanging now, like in the backyard, 
Like people were coming in the house. Like I have a few friends who were totally having drinks and dinner. Well, where, I, had, where are you I mean, at? I'm on, I, I wasn't going out at all at all, except for the grocery store and then the PO box. And I'm not going out, but I do have a neighbor and um, that comes over. She's, she lives right by me. So she, it's nice that we both are single moms. We both have boys. So I know she doesn't go anywhere. She knows I don't go anywhere. So it's kind of like right, that safe. Right. And, you know, she's a really good friend. So I have that. Um, I did go for a walk on the beach, but, you know, I had masks on and every, it was with my book agent. Yeah. I mean, I'm slowly like getting around. I'm just still very nervous. Someone sneezed and I was like, run. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm terrified of it coming back. I'm kind of like, it, it's, it's going to, it's going to spike up again for sure. Cause of all has, of I the mean, rallies of and everything that we're just so right. close together, we're sweating on each other. It's, I mean, I don't see how there's not going to be another spike. Um, and I'm scared. I'm scared. That's just the truth. I mean, this is a doozy. 2020 is a fucking doozy. I mean, yeah. I got to say, I'm like, I finally feel like my best self. And now this all fucking, I'm like, oh my God, this is like, this is how it challenges you. No, You're like, are I mean, you really? Because the quarantine for me, I got to say, Brandy, like it, it was one of the things where I was like so stressed out. And then I realized maybe I am kind of like a hermit. Like I realized I kind of liked being home. I kind of like not like driving up and down fucking Ventura doing 400 errands that I hate fucking doing. And like having to be at school 24 seven or having to do all the play dates because like we're still at that stage. Yeah, of course. It was like that feeling of like, oh, my God, thank God we can just take a break. And I don't feel guilty about it. I feel like as a mom, we just feel guilty about everything. Like I don't I'm not doing enough yeah. for everybody. And I was kind of like, it was so nice to just be home and be chill. And in the like, beginning, no though, obligation. right? And like in the beginning, yeah, I think we beginning. all felt that in way. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I excel at quarantining. Like, yeah, me too. I was like, I'm a queen at this. Yes, like, I, I could do this. It. Now it's like, I want to get the I fuck totally out of my it. house. Give me errands. Give me interaction with humans. Give me something. I just want to see my friends. I just want to see my girlfriends. That's yeah. all I care about. I'm like, I just want to hug my girlfriends. There's some, I'm such a girl's girl. Like I really am. I do girls nights as much as possible. I always have friends over. My thank God, John is just super cool. He's always like, just be happy. I don't care. But that's all and that I matters. Just, I, it's all that matters. I'm like, I thrive off of like off other women. I just do. That's. I mean, I think it's I feel important. Like you're a girl, like, girl too, right? Yeah. Oh my God, my best friend. Like I love. Like we bring each other up. We get very nutty together. Uh, very very nutty. But it's like all in good fun. Like I'm like, okay, if we're going out for our birthday, I'm gonna probably get naked somewhere. We're gonna be like being nuts somewhere. Right. But we all do it and we have fun, and then we go back to our being the best moms that we can be. So it's like Amazing. you know, it you know, it is important just because you know we're of a certain age or you know we're moms to still be an individual. And if you want to get nuts, get nuts as long you're not breaking the law i mean that's well, exactly you gotta let loose it, it is true so tell us a little bit about your shopping um so what is okay. what is this the care uh, shopping okay, so basically shop with caroline and i started a blog called being caroline and basically bottom line um two years ago about a year and a half ago i was like doing the you know instagram stuff like everybody else and i was just you know posting normal stuff and like the, the amount of times people would ask like what i was wearing well who made that you know the same bullshit that you you know obviously see that's amazing everybody was just interested and i was like oh my god that's so cool and i've always loved fashion i have always been um head to toe always dressed i always loved clothes i love putting things together i love finding like the cheaper version i love finding the oh, yeah, coffee i love mixing and matching the high end with the low end so it's one of those things where it's like, it's just natural. It's what I love to do. So I had a good friend who started styling and she would ask me to come in on a couple, you know, of bigger jobs with her. And I was like, kind of like, I do love it. And then little by little, I started to grow the Instagram and I started having more like talks in the morning and doing like my coffee talk in the morning, which is more about like motivation and empowering women of just 
You know, for me, what worked was that getting up every day, working out, doing something for myself, like getting myself out of my own headspace, trying to like work on my mental health. Like if I felt good, if I looked good, I realized I really did feel better when I looked in the mirror and looked like myself and I looked good. I was like, damn, all right. And I'd be like, all right, let's go. Let's go do something. When I felt like shit, it just, nothing was good. I just wasn't in a good mood. So I kind of just like put that all together and I started to post all my clothes, started to post links, started to post, do my coffee talks in the morning. And I have to say, it has been like the greatest fucking gift to me because it went from like sitting on the couch, literally thinking, I have no idea what the fuck I'm going to do with my <laughs> like, life. I've watched to, every show on Netflix. Like, right. <laughs> what do I do today? <laughs> I watch everything. Right. I was like, I'm done. I'm done with the like little lunches. Like I want something for myself. And like little by little, it just started to grow. And I, it just like the community started getting bigger. And then like, it's only been like a year and a half. And it's become this like incredible, you know, community of women. Like, you know, I get hundreds of DMs and comments and we just have conversations and we just talk about, you know, licking each other up and like just the different tips and things that we do. And then I like fucking around. I'm always joking around. I'm always, you know, trying to have fun. I'm always trying to make people laugh. You know, it just, it is my thing. I just feel like being happy is just, uh, it's just a choice and I choose to be happy rather than be fucking miserable. So I'm going to go and have a good time. And, and we all, and we all so need that right now because I think mental health is a big, I mean, I know that I have very dark days. Sometimes I'm like, oh my God, the world's going to end. But I mean, obviously, like if I can talk to my friends and be around positive people, we, we need each other right now more than ever. We need it because it make you feel better. Like at the end of the day, it's like misery does love company. But when you're around positivity and people who are just super nice and cool and like, you know, kind of just make you feel good. You really just do it. Lift your spirits. It makes you more motivated. Like you do feel better. And that's how Shop with Caroline kind of, it really was about the shopping and just shopping all of my looks, but kind of grew into the blog, which is being Caroline, which is all about like more the motivation and, you know, kind of just, you know, becoming a no, woman community it. about yeah. lifting each other up. So it's just the same, you know, it's the influencer stuff. That's the truth. Yeah. But it's, you know, I'm hoping it's more, I'm hoping it is more motivating. I would love to do like, you know, talks or do more stuff because I really love talking to people. No, it's my favorite I mean, thing. you're good at it. You have a really like a good energy about you. And I Thank think you, that babe. right now we really do need that because sometimes, like I said, I wake up and I'm like, oh, my kids aren't here. I don't have a purpose today. I look at my dog. I'm like, you're yeah. not getting walked. You know, it's like he's yeah, looking at me like totally. I hate you. Um, but it's like, you know, I need to do <laughs> I, I think for me, if I start to exercise, I'll feel better. I haven't done that yet. And I have been eating constantly. So I'm a little bit down on myself. I tried to put on jeans right. the other day. Not the best idea. Did not work out for me. Well, Brandy, just, you know, you have everybody, everybody, like at the beginning, when I was telling everybody at the beginning of quarantine to get up and get dressed and I was getting like hate, everybody was like, fuck (laughs) off, like no one's getting dressed, like fuck you, who's wearing jeans? And I was like, you know what? I go, guess what? At the end of quarantine, guess who's going to feel great? I haven't gained a pound. I feel great. Because you're you're getting dressed up every day. So you know that you can, you'll know when you gain a pound. Right. Exactly. I was like, you know, I do my little workout in the morning. I've got a great trainer who does a live because it's thing is closed and he's you know needs to make money yeah, obviously he's an incredible person and he has so he's been doing these lives i do like a quick 30 minute workout i've been getting dressed even if it's just a cute sweat outfit but it's still cute it's still dressed like i still have hoops on i put a little makeup on and i have to say th- three fucking months later i look exactly the same i feel the same i'm not depressed i feel fucking great but that's because i stayed in my routine yeah that's very and that, smart to me, yeah. is what works 
Yeah. Like for me, that's what works. I'm a routine person. I'm kind of like old fashioned that way. Like I like knowing what I'm doing. I think I like we all bit. kind of need and crave. We need that. We need to have a routine. And I think that because yeah. a lot of us are not going to our normal job or doing whatever we normally do, that we're getting in our heads a little bit. But I'm, I've decided after talking to you today, I am going to, I have a pre-core in my living room. So it just sits there. I don't use it. I look at it and I feel bad about myself. But today no, I'm going to do, 20, gonna do 20 minutes, 20 minutes. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I love it. You're very positive. You. Well, thank you for talking to us. And we can find you on your Instagram. Thank you so much. What's your Instagram handle? It is. It's shop.with.caroline. Great. Awesome. And you're going to have to help me get dressed because I suck at fashion. Great. We're hanging out. We're getting a glass of wine. I will dress you for any event you've got. I will hook you up. Honestly, I would love to hang with you. You sound like, honestly, your energy is my energy. I love you. And thank Aww. you so much for talking to me and having me on your show. I really do appreciate it. Of course. Of course. And stay safe and we'll talk soon. Okay. All right, bye, bye, Annie. Bye, Annie. a little bit of sunshine for our day. Oh, I can't wait to uh, hear from you after you do 20 minutes on the... I will, You know what? I will. I've done it before, but not for many, many, many... What's that thing called? A pre-core. Pre-core. It's like an elliptical kind of thing. Yeah. So it's not hard on your joints because I know that you run. I run. And running ages you, so... I know. You I'm tell not. me that every time I... <laughs> I went for a nice run and you're like, I can see it Ooh. in your face. <laughs> Ooh, Debbie Downer. <laughs> oh my goodness. So how have you been this past week? Oh, a lot is going on in the news. I know. Uh, I... Um, well, I went to my local my local protest again. You know, Good. I kept my distance. Um, we started. I didn't know we were going to move, but then we started just walking. Oh, in you the, thought we were just stand there? Because that's what it was walk? last time. That it was. Oh. It just we were there for like oh. three or four hours, just standing there with our signs. But this time we went into the center of the street and it was really nice to be led by a black man. It's like, we're here to support your voice versus last time I was there, it was literally all white people. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least they're out and about and doing, you know, supporting the situation yeah, that's happening absolutely, right now. I yeah. think it's important. It's, but yeah, but then we blocked Sunset in Silver Lake oh. and just walked all the way up towards through Echo Park and it was wild and then i found out they're going to the police station and i thought i was going to get to like be a lot more people and meet up with other protests oh, okay. so i was like i'm gonna step out <laughs> yeah i mean for me i'm still afraid and then like know. that's just and i have no shame in my game i don't want to be in a large group right now because yeah. my kids do go back and forth to different houses and I can't force, like, I can't force Eddie to say, yes, it's okay for the kids to go, or it's just a weird thing, and I don't want to get sick. And yeah. I, I did hear, unfortunately, that there is a spike. There's got, I mean, there there's has a to spike in the coronavirus. And I mean, ultimately, these giant gatherings of 50,000 people, as much as we're changing the world with them, we're yeah. also, you know, we're also getting sick again. And it's, it's a little frightening for me, but it's, I'm doing it's real tough. what I can from my home. And that's something I want to talk to you about. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was reading yesterday, there's all of these things happening right now with racism and, and insensitivity and whatnot. And I feel like as a white woman, I need to re-educate myself on what is proper what okay. isn't proper, yeah. what what we can say, what we can't say, what we shouldn't say. And I have a lot of African-American friends, so I've asked two of them to come over today. Okay. I want to do 
um, a podcast called Black and White Conversations, The Re-Education of White People. And I think there, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. And, you know, I'm sure we've all said things in the past that some people would deem insensitive or some people would say, no, that's fine. Yeah. And yes, these we have a, a gentleman, Lucas, he's one of my friends for a decade. And then my friend, Hanan, who we met last week, I think. Yeah, she was on last week. And, you know, I also have another um, girlfriend who sent me, she's in San Diego. She sent me some things last night. She's African-American as well. She is a different perspective than Lucas and Hanan. Really? So I just want to start the conversation because if we don't start small, I mean, how, how are we going to change if we don't have yeah. the conversations? Yeah. I think it's hard for, maybe, yeah, it's, I mean, it is hard for white people to talk to black people about certain issues but or you like, there's feel, like an uncomfortable. Right. Well, luckily for me, they were my friends. You're so this is like a dodging safe, around they're a just safe zone here. Yeah. And I looked up some questions like last night and I, you know, I kind of asked a few people like, what, what is their question? What would they want to know? And I think that there's so much to be talked about. And I just yeah. want to start the conversation. And Lucas is very political. He's very involved. And he called me the other day and he was talking about this Terry Crews thing that was happening. And we'll get into it on the black and white conversations. Okay. But I was like, oh, that's great. He's like, no, Brandy, that's not great. Oh. And then he explained it to me in a different way, which then I understood what he was saying. And yeah. I was like, oh, you're right. But I think that there's just so much. There's been no... Um, no conversations happening between blacks and whites. Yes, black people are having conversations and white people are having conversations. We need not, to mix it yeah, up and not have it together. We have to have the conversations that are hard. And I know I'm in a safe place because I love these two people yeah. and they're my friends. And I'm going to ask the questions that I, some I got online, some I have for myself. Hmm. And we're going to just start the conversation and hopefully people will email in and we can have some other questions because, you know, I think. Sometimes you're afraid to offend someone or ask a question right. that you're going to, that people are going to be like, wow, you're a racist. And, you right. know, I know for a fact that I'm not. Yeah. But it's, I want to. But then to, it's almost worse because you're like tiptoeing around something and then it's like nothing gets. No, well, we're not nothing tiptoeing. Gets, yeah, this well, is what we're going to do. But I'm saying like in a lot of people in life just have to tiptoe around because they're afraid of offending anyone somebody. i mean half the time i feel guilty that i'm white i mean that, that's it's it sucks and yeah. my friends are like you're don't you're being stupid but i do feel guilty because yeah. i do have that white privilege that yeah. that i mean Me we all i mean it, we don't have to worry about our kids yet when they go out getting racially profiled that's part of white privilege people are like oh we, I mean, i'm like no i'm poor i'm not saying right. white privilege is rich people i'm saying we have a privilege because of the color of our skin that 100%. black people do not have. Maybe it'd be interesting on that. On We're going to talk show, about that. To do the white privilege test because they have those. Oh, really? And to see where you land and where they land, it'd be really interesting. We should. Absolutely. Should. Yeah. I think that, you know, this is an important conversation. And this is not to start a chain of hate or to say you shouldn't say that. This is a safe zone and we are going to start small and hopefully this can become a community and maybe you can do it within your community if you have friends and say, listen, I want to do the right thing. I want to say the right thing. I don't want to be, you know, my life being canceled because I said something that's insensitive because I didn't know it was insensitive. Yeah. And I think that's happening a lot right now. And I just want to start this conversation. So we're going to have that next. Yeah. And I wrote some questions down and, you know, it's going to be, it's going to take time. Yeah. But we're starting small and we're starting here. We're starting in my 
living room. Yes, we are. <laughs> so I think that will be interesting because I was thinking, what what do you do? Have a neighborhood watch where you everyone like congregates at you know city hall? Like, how do we how do we get the blacks and the whites together? Yeah. And have these the black and white conversation. Like, how do we change? Yeah. I mean, the protests are a big part of it. And but it's, we're it protesting, but we're, and we have signs, but we're not talking amongst each other. No, there's not a whole lot of talk. No, it's just like, and it's basically unity against right now police. police. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they are wrong and yeah. that is happening, but we're not still talking amongst each other mm -hmm. about how we can really facilitate change and it has to start small and then hopefully it will grow. Yeah. And I think. That, you know, all there's stuff in the entertainment business happening right now where it was kind of like the Me Too stuff. Like somebody said, oh, he did this and then his life was canceled mm. without even really investigating if that was mm. the case. Obviously, with Weinstein and certain people. Right. Yeah. That, but I want to, we need to talk. Yeah. I love so it. Let's do I love it. it. I love it. All right. And I think that's kind of going to be it for the Dizzy. That's it. That's it. And you know what? Well, you told me today that Housewives is postponed for... Yeah, all, all of Bravo shows are taking four weeks off of any new episodes because they, like, like the quarantine caught up. You yeah. know, they took a break and then they have they have to now go back and edit so them. wild. I know. I thought they were on top of it because they were here, they're filming you, and I don't know. All I right. mean, we're still, we're in the middle of the season and they're still filming, so you have to think that, you know, there's so. obviously, a, there was a break because of the quarantine and they couldn't figure out how to do the interviews safely. And that took like a few weeks oh, before okay. they started coming into the homes and doing it. So, you know, there's a little break and woo. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> so. I'm kind of thankful, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know if I don't know if I'm ready for it, but you know uh, what? It is what it is. Ooh, ouch. I did a peel last night, but let's do a haiku. Let's do it. All right. Woo -woo. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Okay. Here's the tunes. All right. We have to love, even if you like first sweet tarts or starbursts. <laughs> love comes in many things. Sadness pulls at my heartstrings. Love your neighbor, love your friend, and then do it all over again. <laughs> That's good. I think someone said something. <laughs> I think I heard that too. Maybe it's meaningful. I don't know what it was. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.